bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma, the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Oh! All right, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show, 88.5 JFM. We're so excited to have you here with us. And so uh, it is another beautiful, awesome Tuesday. Tuesday, and the uh, I love this day because I get to be with the coolest people ever, and uh, I want to introduce you to those people. To my right, the future mayor, Mayor Albertville. I feel like I feel like he needs to run for governor, though. He's he's governor, Governor Quentin. I can't speak with those uh, those deep Montgomery accents, <laughs> voice tones. Yeah, I think you have to yeah. have a certain, you know. Dialect. So, yeah, to be able to, to be at a state government in Alabama. Governor Q. Governor Q. <laughs> I think you could do it. You might could do it. I mean, that sounded not bad. No, I don't. You know, Brad Hudson is amazing in imitating our governor currently. He's amazing. Our old social media guy. He's amazing. Huh. I wish you could call in, Brad, and give us that. Uh, your uh, imitation, because it's hilarious. But Quentin, he's the future, at least, mayor of Albertville. Future mayor. Looking forward to that. It's going to be good. Be a good run. His, his city hall. City hall seat it'll right like there. The bat, it'll be like the Batcave. That's right. That's right. That's that's your Quentin Williams. And then we have him. We know him as the uh, Willy Wonka of radio. This guy slides the sliders, does the cameras. He is absolutely amazing when it comes to producing shows. And we call him Steven Spiegel. What's going on, everybody? I'm here. It's going to be an amazing show. We got some Gunnersville athletes today. Yeah, cross country guys. Yeah, yeah. That's what track, I do. Track it's and field. Yeah, I look across the country, and that's about it. Hey, Rick Mosley, what's up? Natural Mosley. Hey, uh, and we are going to start this show with some memes. Yeah, we will. But we want to remind you, we're also on Facebook Live right now. That's the reason why he's shouting people out is. He's looking at them there, and uh, yeah, so if you're not watching us on on Facebook right now, why not? You can see all the behind Amen. the scenes. Yes. Yeah. You can see our, our mouse make these sounds. That's right. Yeah, and you can also see uh, Q is not wearing a hat today. Yes, yeah, yeah. Odd not, day. Not his Disney hat or his floor hat or anything. It's just... I was hoping for mouse yeah. ears. 
For real. It's a little disappointed, but not everybody on Facebook wanted me to get mouse ears. I'm just not a mouse ears kind of guy. But you, you know, you're one of the coolest people ever, and I think you could pull it off. I just, it's not my thing, man. <laughs> so anyway, hey, we are going to start with some memes, and uh, Quentin, you can attribute to, or you can agree with me on this, uh, as you have been to many a youth camp and functions. Yes. And uh, it's a picture of deodorant, and it says, Deodorants were created to solve, somebody posted this, to solve a fake problem and thrive thanks to patriarchy. All natural deodorants are a scam, but honestly, antiperspirants are a scam too. Followed by this comment right there. You want to read that comment? Yeah. Uh, from uh, A gentleman from Los Angeles says, Come to a church youth group and you will delete this. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Is that wrong? Uh... Is there a lot of stinky? It's been a while. No, is no, there a lot no, of no. only during camp? Is camp when only they, during camp? You think sometimes people forget to bring their deodorant with them to camp? Yes. Does that happen a lot? Oh yeah. It's but like they don't ma- forget the Axe body spray, do they? Oh man. Mm, and that doesn't help either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird mix. Of let, me, let me just tell you, you have been to a youth group until you've been to camp and you've smelled Axe body spray. I bought Axe body spray for the first time this year. Like the spray version? The spray, yeah. yeah. First oh, time wow. ever. What hey, their think? deodorant's actually good. Like, uh, I like their deodorant. I don't like their deodorant. I like, like, natural, like... Even I use women's deodorant sometimes. I like it. All right. It's just better. You know. It's a secret. Yeah, it's just better. <laughs> Do you I don't use know. secret deodorant? Sometimes. Yeah, okay, cool. It's better. You know, mm-hmm. Just kind of like what we're looking at. Hey. I don't like that aluminum stuff they say is in the deodorant. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so I try to get some nat- Tom's. I'll use that song. No Come aluminium. On. Yeah. Yeah. But that axe spray, man, it's strong. You just got to barely hit that stuff. thing. You can't hit that too long. And, and you I just got to barely hit a squirt. And then you're right. good. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Junior high kids think it covers everything. Like crime scenes. It's done. Yeah. Just the, done. Next meme says, do you think the guy who coined the term one hit wonder ever came up with any other popular phrases? I think that's a good <laughs> question to ask. What do you think, uh, Steven? Uh, yeah, I don't know, really. I love that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. You know. <laughs> That's sense. hilarious if That'd you think good. about it. Uh, hey, we want to tell you about something that's not funny. It really is legitly amazing, and it's called the Char Burger. Mm-hmm. And me and you both had some before the show. Yeah, I had great, a great grilled chicken salad there. Man, they cut my chicken up. It was grilled and then cut into chunks, fresh. It was so good. It really is. I've had that salad it's before. It's really good. It's delicious. I, I, I get the grilled chicken finger uh like the food basket and man they do me right they do me and i had some fried green tomatoes today nice life was good you get all kinds of things good. there they have flight lunches and stuff it's it's a it's a it's a cool restaurant it's a really cool the char burger hey and then there is b&b video games me and quentin love this place mm-hmm. 80 style arcade retro as can be it will take you to nostalgia heaven uh this is the b&b video games located right beside the pizza hut in albertville and then there's the Boaz Nine Cinema. They're in Boaz in the outlets. Um, man, it's got nine theaters, and you can. There's a new Disney movie out. Just cause my, I know that because my kids are driving me crazy, and they have it there. So you know, if you're looking to go see the new Disney princess movie, then uh, Boaz Nine Cinema are you looking forward provides to that. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I went watch. <laughs> I went watch the play last night. My daughter was in Moana. Yeah. And uh, they did the theater production of it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I cried the whole time. 
That's okay. I like I like that you had you're okay with your yeah. Moana, make way, make way. Man, that's such a good one, man. <laughs> no, you know what'll really rip your heart out? Is what is that? When you have your daughter who has watched Moana and she loves it so much, and she's standing there at Princess Castle at, at the uh, what is it? What's the Princess Castle in Orlando? Cinderella's castle. Yeah. And she's on top of my shoulders, and they're playing the song from Moana, and she's screaming at the top of her lungs, singing along oh, with the man. song while the fireworks are going on. That's awesome. It's unreal. Yeah. It'll rip your heart out. I wouldn't know that because COVID stole the fireworks from my Disney trip. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Me One neither because I've never been there. But anyway, yep. <laughs> hey, in a few minutes, we're going to have the privilege of having Fellowship of Christian Athletes on here. So stay on. You're going to really enjoy it. And if you want to see who we're talking to, go to... The uh, At Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live. Yep, yep, go do that. And in the meantime, let's play you some brand new music. This is Halvey with Other Side. It's a really good one. Turn it up. Where's your little thing, Stephen? Got you. Hey, I can hear it. I don't know. Oh, I, there know, it is. I got two other ones and I forgot to bring them. I was going to... Come gonna, on, somebody. I got two black ones. I was going to give you both one. What? So you both have one, but I accidentally left them at home last night. So next week, I'll have three of them here. What? It's a cute, cute little thing. They're five bucks from Walmart. Really? Yeah. They're in that little yeah. bin right there at Electronics. Yeah. Where they try to get rid of everything. And then, yeah. So five bucks. Not well, bad. Why is it... walk up like, here, I'll give you two. Why is it, by the way... <laughs> I wish I could haggle at Walmart. That'd be so much fun. I know. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do on mission strips. <laughs> <laughs> not tell people about Jesus, just haggle. No, that's not. There you go. Why? Well, uh, anyway, <laughs> I go to mission trips to haggle. No, on our fun day, it's like I know that. It's like the ultimate um, <laughs> yard sale. It yeah. is. The church is like, hey guys, we really want to go to like Brazil and tell people about the gospel, help out this orphanage, and says back there going, I wonder what they have in Brazil. To haggle for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I like to. Spread the gospel the most. <laughs> just didn't say that right. <laughs> I enjoy on our off day haggling. Why don't you just go to Collinsville trade day? Mm. I've done that too. You just haggle I down did. there. I did. Want. Yeah, that's I fun. Did. I do. Now they're. I enjoy that. They play a tight game. Some of those guys down there. They though. do. They do. Some of them won't budge. Some mm-hmm. of the shady stuff that goes on, though. Oh man. I mean the pirated. Bootleg DVDs oh, yeah. that people are selling for two dollars. It a piece. is a cultural hey, experience bought, going I, to Collins. I've bought those one or two times, yeah. and each time I buy them, looking around, waiting for the like, <laughs> no, right? The FBI to come out and like arrest. So like, I can't even do it anymore. I'm just like, that's not worth it, man. And then and then Q's like, he pops it in, and there's like some guy sitting in the theater oh, yeah. eating his popcorn. It's weird. <laughs> so I've done it twice, and each time I get five because it's like five or ten dollars or something, you know? Yeah. And uh, great deal. So some of them are that and they're horrible, and then every now and then, like some of them are like legit good movies. They do it good yeah. quality. You just yeah. never know what you're gonna get. Ever so often, yeah. So it's amazing how they get away with that. No, that getting busted. You can get fighting chickens at Collinsville. At some That's point, <laughs> at some point, you could have. They had tigers there, did they not? Oh, I haven't seen tigers there. Maybe I hadn't recently. But they also sell a bunch of guns there and do no background checks on them. Well, you know, there you go. It's just Go defend yourself. It's like it's I think Consul Trade Day is its own country. It has its own set of laws and rules. <laughs> You're right. You're right. But there are some really good deals there. Oh man, you think any of that food, they're gonna tell you what the uh caloric value is on any the of the nutritional content. Ain't none of that happening. <laughs> Never. I'd be surprised if you saw the food rating. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's probably not rated. 
I bet it's not rated <laughs> this week on Kitchen Cops. <laughs> if it was, been, if it would, if any alternative Collinsville, we're coming after you because we like I, that stuff. <laughs> Listen, it's I've never seen one of them have one of those ratings in them ever. I don't yeah. think they're rated. Do any of us care? No, no. <laughs> I used to love when I was a kid. I'd go over to the Lacon Flea Market. It was so much fun. It's over there Where's near Falkville. Uh, between Coleman and Falkville. That's like where I a grew line, up. That, that feels like a not. Just a lot of fun. but uh, Sounds like the place you told us about last week. They had fresh fried pork skins. Ooh. Still hot out of the grease. And they had roasted um, peanuts. They also had boiled peanuts. Yep. And man, it's good stuff. Boiled peanuts are incredible. Oh. I will never go to Collinsville Trade Day and not get boiled peanuts. What are your half-tos? In fact, like I'll your, just go to Collinsville, walk around, and then get boiled peanuts. What's your What's your half-tos at Collinsville? What do you have to do every I have to time get, you go? I have to get boiled peanuts. I have to go walk around the pet things and see if I see fighting chickens. Do you buy any? No, I've never bought a fighting chicken. <laughs> um, I have to look at all the fruits and veggies, and I don't ever buy any. I have to get a thing of jalapeno cheese from the Amish cheese people. Mm. That's really good. I have to go by and try a sample of the guy that sells jerky and never buy it. I've probably ate seven bags of his jerky at this point and never bought a bag. It's like going to Sam's and getting a sample. It's like, how many of these can I get before yeah. they catch on yeah. to me? I know he knows. I'm coming by every time. I'm like, oh, this guy. Never bought any jerky. Um, that jerky, my jerky. Yeah. I, have to get, I have to get a corn dog. Okay. Yeah. From, the, from the one specific spot. There's two or three that do them, but there's only one that's really, really good. One of my memories of you in college was going to Collinsville Trade Day with you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I probably yeah. made your life better. Yeah. That day. It always made my life better when I got to hang out with Quentin. No, Collinsville Trade Day made your life better. One time I was at Collinsville Trade Day, and I heard people having a conversation. I was sitting there looking at something, and the booth right beside me, the guy who was selling, and some other guy was talking, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how to uh, illegally transport people across the border in Mexico. You are just... They were trying Are you to joke. No, they were like, "Here's the coyote you can hire to escort people." Da, da, da. To which I just like calmly left and walked the other way. I was like, "I don't even want to be around this conversation. Right <laughs> I don't want to be a witness." No. To this here crime. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> You know, I started. We, buy- should, we should create a reality TV you show know, about Collins. Do you know what I started buying about? I don't know. I guess about four years ago at Collinsville. What's that? Ashtrays. Okay. Why? <laughs> One day I had this thought that, like, I heard something on the radio that smoking is declining. Less people smoke. Right. You know, than in the past. That's good. Yeah, I don't smoke. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I have a pop, but I don't hardly ever smoke it. Um, but it made me think, well, vintage ashtrays will probably go up in value. Right. They don't make ashtrays. Yeah. And so I just started. Christmas candy. If I see, like, a interesting ashtray, I just buy it. Have you sold any for like a high price? No, I'm just collecting them right now. I got right. a bunch in my garage. Retirement plan. Candy. Hello. I got some that come out of old hotels. I bought. Hey, Candy. Hi. How are you? There you are. Here I am. Here some. I am, and I have Miss Sonia with me today. Hey, Miss Sonia. Hey. What's up? I'm trying to look at the picture behind you, right there. Oh, that's- we are family. We are his. Yes, and we desire a good name. I like that. I like I that. Miss Miss Candy, we've never had you on the Zooms here. I know, and it's uh-huh. for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> for real, I can see you. 
Yeah, for a very good reason. I don't like this. Oh. <laughs> That's How okay. have y'all been though? How's it going? How's we're it great. going? Oh man, we're fantastic. Quentin's in the room and we're talking about Collinsville Trade Day. Have you ever been a part oh, of that? I love it and their corn dogs are the best. There it is. Oh, there it is. Right there. Yeah. 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 I'm from Gadsden. That was a weekly trip for us on Saturdays. Oh, Absolutely. I suggest oh, I suggest that there be a reality TV show about Collinsville. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to get people busted either. I'm right? I'm like, yeah, You'll no. ruin it. That's too close to my hometown. Right, right. <laughs> You'll ruin it, man. I know. Yeah, no, 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 no. All the things that will come have to come to code, we don't want them to come to code. You're exactly right. I, I want to eat my funnel cake and not know what was really you're in looking it. For no, if you're looking for any swings, like for your patio or your deck, so <laughs> so like that. That their woodwork is amazing. Yeah, there. that guy has that little shed, and yeah. their fried whole corn. Come on, how Ooh. about how about their black market that DVDs? You can't go I wrong. mean, those black market DVDs, candy. How about those? Uh, well, <laughs> I bought I bought I bought four. I bought, not supposed to give out all their. Stuff. I know, I know. <laughs> I bought four cast iron skillets there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. And then one. My favorite of all time Thanks, is the old granny bonnets they sell. Though, yep. Like they used to wear in Little House on the Prairie yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. They sell those there. The last one I bought was a pre-1900. We going in, Steve? Listen. 12 seconds, yeah. 12 pre, seconds. Pre-1900 cast iron skilled I got for $25. What? Wow. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's their, their woodwork and their corn dogs is the bomb. <laughs> and their DVDs. They have fried corn dogs. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. And we are so excited to be joined by Candy Armstrong. She's always fun, but now we actually get to see her. So, because she's on Zoom with us. And if you want to see what Candy looks like, all you got to do is go to at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live. She's shaking her head, but you should go there. You should do it. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. We talked about a very important thing, Collinsville Trade Day. So. Love Collinsville. Yeah. So, Miss Candy, what is yes. going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Oh, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Y'all know we stay busy. Um, I do. The main thing right now is our huddles. You know, we still can't get on campus to a lot of the schools. Some have started back their own regular school huddles. Most have not. So, we are trying to incorporate huddles in all the different areas. We were doing the guys and the girls. Now they're all co-eds. So I got my little sheet, my cheat sheet here. All right. We have um, huddles in Marshall County. Marshall North is at Connect Church on Tuesdays at 630. And then we have one Marshall South on Friday, and that's at Sardis Baptist in their gym. And then we have a couple from Addison East West, and then we have um, Coleman as well where we're going to Coleman now. So we have those different huddles. Those cards are on our website, NorthAlabamaFCA.org. You can check it out. Yeah. That's awesome. We have some exciting news, though, guys. Give it to us. We are having... Remember we had our message from the mound back in September last year? I remember that. And we had Zach Williams. Yes. Well, our second annual message from the mound is going to be on Friday night, May 7th. At Trash Panda, Toyota Field, Trash Panda Stadium, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Gates open at 4.30. 
the event starts at six the opening act and the main act are amazing but you gotta mark the date i can't tell you who's oh, coming no. i knew she was gonna play <laughs> us oh, no. i knew she was gonna play us she's done that <laughs> to us before it, can't tell it right just yet but we're close we're very close now i just want to start like close. promoting the wrong people is going to be there on no. purpose yeah God. But got- you will not want to miss it. <sighs> yeah. Well, I want to hear who Q's going to promote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. It's so exciting. We are, we are so excited and we are so blessed. And God has just connected all the dots and crossed all the T's. And whew, we're ready. It's going to be good. Well, I, and it's on a Friday night. Well, I think I'm excited about it. But, we but I no don't idea. know if yeah. I know the person. Yeah. You should be. <laughs> it, it, it's it's so close, but I just I can't share yet. Maybe next week we can though. We're that close. Maybe oh. next Tuesday. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be one of those things when I come next Tuesday and be like, hmm. Maybe next Tuesday. Maybe next Tuesday we'll, well be there, Q. Well, we're we, playing we, with we, our emotions. We're really close. We're really close. Okay. We've contacted trying to start getting the billboards up, and I mean, oh, we're fixing to blow it out there. Oh, I'm so, excited. But I just don't have permission to do it today. That's I'm all right. Sorry. You know what I? Uh, Why don't you ask some Friday, questions? Friday, May seventh. Friday, 6 May seventh, six p.m. at the Trash Panda Stadium. You want to make sure go ahead and mark your calendar if you're out there listening because you're not going to want to miss. Be a loser. There wow. you go. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something about FCA that I learned last couple of weeks. Let's hear it. I was uh, talking to a lot of ministers. I had this thing I was doing where I was talking to a lot of ministers I'd never met. I was asking how they kind of got into ministry, and there was a good portion. I'd say maybe twenty five percent of them that highlighted fca was a big part of their life at some point i thought that was interesting interesting fact yeah so if you're out there and you're not involved in fca at your school you should figure out a way to get involved in it it's you a should. really awesome program and we so, can't we can't ha- our, go ahead they can contact our office they can contact our office and we can plug them in and let them know what we've got going on in their area yeah and, right. uh, and uh candy you know you can't get away without being asked some uh random questions oh, yeah. I hate it when y'all do that to so, me. All right, don't, you gotta look us in the eye. Don't miss these. Okay, Sonia's gonna chime in too. She's gonna, she's yeah. You can have help. You can phone, you can phone a friend. <laughs> you can phone a friend. All right, don't don't miss these. All right, question one: boiled peanuts, yes or no? Oh gosh, yes. Good, Absolutely. Good. That's correct. Yeah. She's a legit college girl. Answer. Do you do you like to do the Cajun or the regular? Uh, I can't do Cajun. Too hot. Too spicy. They're good, but my body Cajun. don't like them. I got you. I got you. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I like All the right. Cajun. the blanks there. What time is the right time to go to bed? <laughs> I go to bed around 10. It's okay. 11.30 is the actual appropriate answer. 11.30. You should never go to bed before 11.30. Well, I'm an early bird after all. My kids think I'm old fuddy dead going to bed. <laughs> Uh, all right, last question. How do you tell that a cast iron skillet was made pre nineteen hundred? Oh, here we go. Tell get a Collinsville day. <laughs> <laughs> what you do, I got one at Collinsville. What you do is, if on the bottom of your iron, your cast iron skillet you see a raised seam, that's where they had to. That's where they used to have to grab the skillet to pull it out of the mold before they figure out ways to do it without grabbing the middle of it. So if it's got a raised seam, you have a skillet that is over 100 years old. Wow. Which, by if you don't I know out there... My, my husband, I just got his at um, Academy for Christmas, so I guess we don't have an old one. But if you... And that's not bad. All, ca- all cast-iron skillets are good. 
But if you have one that's over 100 years old, it makes the best cornbread in the world. That's just my little secret for oh, you yeah. out there. The seasoning from them is amazing. That's right. I've got one from my grandmother, but I don't know. I mean, she passed away in 77, but I don't I don't know how old it is. Well, but Ms. it was grandma's. Miss Candy, it was amazing to have you on the show and get to see you. It's ah. good to have Sonya, too. Thank you so much for being a part of this. You're welcome. You guys have an awesome afternoon. Be blessed. Be you, safe. You too. you, too. See ya. Bye. All right. Good to see Bye-bye. you. Bye. I learned so much in that conversation. There was a lot going on there. There's so much I about look, Colin Every Spill. time I see a cast iron skill, I look. Because <clears throat> cast iron skills that are over 100 years old, I mean, they're going to be worth money. How did you get them for $25? Did they what, just they not got, know yeah, what he had? They got didn't know what he had. Oh, he didn't know did. what he had. I knew what he had. Yeah, I've done my homework. I get these weird things where I just want to go study something odd. What's the weirdest thing you've ever collected? Well, I'm, ashtrays are pretty weird. Yeah. Cast iron skillets. But I mean, I your, your reasoning is decent. Right, you got you got pretty good reasoning why you're doing that. Yeah, I like just collecting weird things. Like I just like odd, unique things. I have. If you look on my mantle, <laughs> on my mantle in my house beside my TV, let's hang on the wall. But there's a mantle right below it. One of our um, decorations is a glass mannequin head that's clear. Yes, that's very strange. But it's awesome looking. Why did you why did you get that object? Audrey found that one. Oh, Audrey found it. And it, at Christmas time we put Christmas lights up in it. Like oh, in the head? Yeah. Wow. Send me pictures of that. It's, it's so <laughs> cool. You'll love it. You'll want one. It reminds yeah. me of the goat that was hooked into the wall by Harold Dixon. Steven. <laughs> if I never like I will just buy weird things if I see them at Consul Trader. If I think the weirdest I, thing you've ever bought. I don't know. But if I see things that I'm like, that's unique. There's not a lot of those left, or man, there weren't a lot of those made. Now I try to get it, and then sometimes I'll resell it for more. Or a lot of times I'll give it as a gift. One time at a, one time, at a yard sale, or they call them garage sales in Oregon. When I was there, this guy had this old magazine that was in the 50s, and there was very few prints of it. I looked it up, and it was like the history and the real the real history of Jesse James. Wow! And it was a magazine on it, and it was like super unique. Really weird. Did you buy it? I did. For like 75 cents. You still got it? Uh, I think I gave it to a gift to somebody who liked Western stuff. I mean, it's cool to give unique <laughs> gifts. sold it made a million dollars. Well, <laughs> it's, it's really cool to give unique gifts that nobody else could give. That's you know, true. when you find interesting stuff. That's true. If it's big things, I make a lot of money. Sometimes I'll sell excited. it. i Like I used to buy, I bought, uh, I used to buy like, uh, in Oregon, I found a few of these. They were, um, these they look like tables that you like coffee tables but they're really like benches that shoe shiners would use shoe shiner benches it's awesome and you could buy i, I could find them relatively cheap and then i would like market them as coffee tables and people would be like oh that's such a unique coffee table and i'd sell it i like it it's just fun what's the the best treasure you've ever found like that made you the most money when you sold Ooh, it maybe the most money I, mean, I haven't made any kind of significant amounts of money uh-huh. I'll tell you what it was for me. What? what was it? All right, so when I was a kid, we used to have a really good friend who ran the Salvation Army in Coleman. And we were really good friends. I mean, whenever they had, like, excess clothes, they would give them to us. We'd take them by the truckload, and then we'd go distribute them out to people who needed them. Yeah. But uh, she found out, Miss Vicky found out, that we had a, a praise and worship team on our youth band. And we were trying to develop that. And we needed a, a guitar amp. They just happened to have a Fender Champ amp Ooh. sitting there. 
Just gave it to us. This Champ amp later on sold for about $600 <laughs> on Craigslist. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Just gave it to us. So we were able to use it. We hooked it up to a bass guitar, which was probably not the smartest thing to do. It was more for a regular guitar than a bass, but still had a good sound. It was the original tube amp, and it was worth a lot of money. That's awesome. Yeah. After we were, it was all said and done, I was able to sell it on Craigslist. Make about 600 bucks off of it. Wow. Yep. I guess the things I found that's been the most value is also there's a part of my life where I learned how to know if gold was real or not. Yeah. So I used to go to pawn shops and find gold, or not pawn shops, uh, thrift stores and find gold. Used to bite it? No, you I actually it? bought the oh. the rock and the acid. Really? Like, yeah, I taught myself how to, to cool. do all that stuff. Yeah. So one time, and what happened in Oregon a lot, and I don't know if it's around here, I probably, but they've gotten better at it now, but you could find gold that was in Mexico because usually people are looking for 24 karat or 14 karat gold but in mexico you'd have sometimes mark 26 or 28 oh. and a lot of times people think it's not real but it was it's actually even more expensive so multiple times i'd go in find it buy it as like what they think costume jewelry prices go to the pawn shop and sell it for weight and gold so i'd buy something for like four bucks and then go sell it for like 350 oh my gosh yeah i would like to go do this with you now <laughs> there's a strategy out there for stuff like that this guy oh, yeah. named gary v gary vanyuchuk i think is his name he's all over tiktok he does that to he flips things that he finds at garage sales yeah. yard sales he makes a ton of money off yeah of it. i mean you, i love doing it i just don't have the time to put into it yeah but like you know if i was but if, if i'm an older man retired and don't have a lot going on on saturdays i might just go to yard sales all day and like <laughs> find stuff yeah yeah and I, and I honestly... For which is where we get the pickers. I'll tell you the other part I don't like of it. Like, if I had a partner who just loved selling stuff online all the time, that would be the perfect person for me because I love, like, buying stuff and finding stuff and like, buying stuff at a good value, but I don't like the reselling of everything. I don't like having to go through all the work of, like, listing it online, of dealing with the people who are messaging you and the, yeah. the, the money processing. So I need, like, I need... If I ever find that person in my life, we become good friends. Uh, we, we just split everything 50-50. I'd go do all the work of buying it, spend the money up front, and they could do the reselling of it. What's brutal is getting all those comments. Is this still available? Is this still available? Yes. Is this Yes, it's still available. It's still up there. Yeah. I still and have I don't it for sale. you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I just can't deal with all that. Yep. I sold. We're renovating our youth room. I sold a pool table and a drum set. Nice. And I got so many so many is it still for sale but then you'd answer them and then there'd be no reply the crickets yeah mm-hmm. yeah what do you want it or not <laughs> tell me we sold i mean it's yeah that happens all the time people like think they want it for two seconds yeah. <laughs> and they change their mind like oh no i didn't really want that i don't know why i even asked that question. i'm just playing that's the benefit a store has over a seller online is in the heat of the moment, when they see it and they want it, they'll just snatch it up and pay for it. Yeah. Whereas if they have to really think about it, they're less likely to purchase that. Now, I'll tell you what I've got at my house that's of the most value. Yeah. Oddly enough, like of things, is Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> it's the what gathering card? Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. It's an old card game I've played when I first came out, I've had stuff. I've had some of these cards for a long time, but like I don't have any of the crazy expensive because I've sold and rebought a lot. But like my wife knows, I say, hey, if, if you're if you're home and a fire happens, mm-hmm. grab our like documents that we need in this thing, and then I put my case with my <laughs> major cards in it right beside it. Yeah. I mean, I have multiple cards 
that I mean, it's a piece of cardboard that looks like a baseball card, but multiples of them, multiples of them that are worth $100, $150, things like that. That's like the Pokemon cards before Pokemon was yep. big. Yeah. Well, I remember they used to play it when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I, Beanie Babies, when they came out, mm. my friend had the Princess Diana bear. I don't know much about Beanie Babies. Well, let me tell you. The Princess Diana bear, if you still have it today, is now worth $50,000. That's not true. That's what it said. Really? Mm-hmm. How do you know if you have it? Well, I knew he had it because he, he got it right when she died. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I don't see that's a, see something I don't know like their value, and so a lot of times I mean the Google the Google was great for it. You can search it up, but some of that stuff, man, you probably even if you're out there trying to search and pick for it, you probably walk past things that have mm-hmm. value and you don't even know it. Yeah. And now today's clutch moment. And today I want to talk to you about being image bearers, and so I want to ask I want to start with this question to you, Quentin. Have you ever wondered why you were created? Yes. Yes. I think we all ask that question, don't we? Yes. We all really like struggle with this in our mind from throughout our lifetime, right? Yes. Why? Why do you think we do that? Ah, uh, because we seems like such a big world, and we're like, how do we fit into this thing? Yeah, it's crazy. And I, I like what uh, Genesis one twenty seven says. When God created man and, and, and woman, as he did in Genesis 1, he said, Let us make mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Uh, for which we get this word name, Imago, uh, Imago Dia. I don't know if I said that right. But it comes from this Genesis story, and it's the Latin translation li- literally meaning image of God in saying this every person has intrinsic value and purpose so uh, we're all created to be and look like somebody and and, I'll use this for instance so when you think of you and your wife who do your kids most look like my wife all of them yes is there any of them that look more like you I hope not Steven? Uh, I've got one kid. <laughs> she kind of looks like both of us. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so. Depends on her age, who she looks more like. <laughs> Depends on, when did she most look like you? Uh, when she was really, really young. Okay. She's looking more like her mama now. I had one that looked like me when she was young. Okay. Her hair was really curly. And then, okay. thankfully, they grow out of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have girls, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So... I, my boys, it's, it's strange. Well, I, it's not strange, but I have one that looks more like me and one that looks more like Sarah, right? But why, why do they look like us? They have our DNA. Right. And, and this, all of us have the image of our father and mother, right? Whether we like the story of our life or not, we were born to our father and mother, right? And, and we have their looks or we have certain mannerisms they have or the way they talk or certain things like that so who are you everything flows out of who you are and and we're all made in the image of god uh we all have uh the looks the the attributes the stuff like that from god and so you are not a mistake even if you make mistakes so how can we live as the image of God? The first thing I want to say to you is you think with your head. This is obvious, right? 
there's no other organ in your body that you think with. Your brain operates literally everything, right, Quentin? Yeah. Yes. I mean, really. Like this, I'm just being basic here. There's no like trick question here. So Ephesians. 4, 22 through 24 says you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put off your new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness we are image bearers when we think God thoughts and agree with his truth so Quentin I guess my question is what are God thoughts and what do you think he cares about oh well I mean, he tells us not everything, but some things. What do you think? Yeah, some of the I things. I mean, he uh, cares about uh, people's salvation. You know, their souls. Yeah. He cares about um, the the widow and the orphan. Yeah. He cares about the sick. I mean, those are just a few of the things we see. But Jesus gives us a lot of examples of things he cares about throughout the New Testament. Yeah. Yeah. And. uh which brings me to my next thing. Obviously, we think with our head, but we feel with our heart, right? And uh, in other words, that it's our emotions, are not our literal heart, but our spiritual heart, right? And it says, Ezekiel 36, 26, And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit, and I will put within you. Uh, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Now, God's not literally talking about a literal heart here. He's talking about your spiritual heart. So we're all image bearers of Christ when we feel God's feelings, in other words. So we hate injustice. We hate sin and oppression. And we rejoice when people come to Christ, right? Yeah. And so my question to you is, what are some feelings God has you think? Uh, what are some feelings that God has or, or emotions you think God has that he wants us to have? Yeah, well, um, throughout Scripture we see a few of them. And again... Taking Jesus as the example, you see where he celebrates when uh, you know people find things that are lost. There's this idea of celebrating. I think that's a huge part of uh, a part of that is having this celebratory attitude when good things are happening. And then Paul even tells us we should mourn with people when they mourn. We should rejoice with them when they rejoice, like you talked about. But like even mourning, we think is not a good. Mourning is good. Mourning is a feeling too that we should walk into. Yeah. Um, and Jesus did that with Lazarus, you know? Yeah. He so, did. like, I think it's it, having the appropriate response to a situation that is sympathetic and empathetic to those around us is a, is a similar way in which Christ, in which God would uh, feel toward folks. Yeah. I agree with that. It's a, and I'm glad you covered that mourning thing right there because it's true. Yeah. You know? Some people think you should just get over it immediately, and you don't. No. And you can't. And so, and then uh, you do with your hands. So you think with your head, you feel with your heart, but you do with your hands. And we're image bearers when we are serving others. Uh, we were made on purpose for a purpose. And Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do God, good works, with God, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And Colossians 3.17 says, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So we don't serve for our identity. We serve from our identity. So how how can we be God to people? Man, you got to take the next opportunity today where you can love someone like Christ loves you and do that. That's how you become those hands in this world. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I challenge all of you to do that, to yeah. think like God, you Th- know, those feel like God. Those opportunities are out there. You don't have to chase down a way to love people like Christ loves you, and you just got to open your eyes and look for it. Well, you can do it in your house every day. Absolutely. And so that's our clutch today. We dare you to be more and more like Jesus, to think like him, to feel like him, and to act like him. Can I tell you something about this Imago Day thing you're mentioning? Yes, that I've read? I said it wrong. No, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's not a big deal. That I read recently, though. Yeah. I'm reading this book on, it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I'm going through it with my staff. And it's talking about trying to not live in a culture where you feel like you're in such a hurry all the time. How it does, It's not good for our spiritual life, is what they would say. But he talks about how we need to realize that when we're created, there's like really two sides of us. There's the Imago Dei. I but then the answer this. This is the coach. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'll talk to Steven. Hello. Steven's cool anyway. Hey! Uh, there's the Imago Dei. <laughs> I thought he had to talk to the coach, not yell at him. There's the Imago Day, and then there's okay. that we created by, and then there's the dirt that we created by. Okay. Yeah. And so what this yeah, guy yeah, was saying is that there's the holy possibilities in our life, but there's also the limitations that mm. are real. Yeah. And and we need to realize our limitations. Right. To not get so stressed out in life. Oh yeah, it'll work. Yeah. It'll so work. that was interesting. Yeah. What was yeah. the name of that book yes, again? Sir. The ruthless really elimination it. of hurry. Wow. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much. I'm gonna have to check that out. We live in such a culture; it's like we try to rush through everything. Yes, we do. But this is what he's in this last okay. chapter I read. He says you don't see Jesus doing that. He's busy, right. but you don't see him feeling That's like okay. Thank you so much. frantic really or it. you know yeah. rushed. Right. He seems real, like methodical. In fact, right. Thanks, Coach. isn't it crazy that he says in that right. scripture that my yoke is easy, and my burden is light? Mm-hmm. That whole idea of yoke. Jewish rabbis, that's what their teachings would be called. What you'd be put under is yoke. Yeah. And most of the time, they're very strenuous, very hard. Yeah. And that he's saying, my yoke is easy. Yeah. Like this whole idea that when you can really connect with me and follow me and become my disciple, mm-hmm. then you find life that is not near as stressful as the culture like to tell you it is. Right. Which I think is beautiful. I heard somebody say it this way. It's like uh, we tend to wear busyness like a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. Yeah. When you really stop and think about it. Yeah. Because, you know, I've always heard doing one thing is great, but doing two things at the same time is like you're doing neither one of them wholeheartedly. Yes. So being able to divide you or to give your attention fully to something and then fully to something else, it's just hard to multitask. I know we all get really good at it, but sometimes it's not the right thing. Yeah. And that's what you don't, you don't see Jesus multitask. Right. Like if he's doing one thing and the story gets interrupted, he stops that thing. Yeah. And the story focuses on this other thing. Yep. He he's sleeping in a boat, man. He's enjoying his dream. And yes. all of a sudden, <laughs> the guys wake him up. Hey, we're about to die out here because yes. there's terrible weather. And he stops everything. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. It's good stuff. Hey, uh, CJ. I- hey, Lauren. It's awesome that you guys are hanging out with us. Appreciate it. Can you hear us okay? Having us. Yeah. Our yes, sir. <laughs> So we're going to be, we're on Facebook here for a minute, Facebook Live, and then we'll go on the radio here in just a, a couple of minutes. Um, so tell me, like, I, I won't ask any really pertinent information until we get on the radio so everybody can hear it, but uh, I like just adding, asking some weird questions right now so I can ask those on here. So tell me, what is uh, your favorite character that's like fictional character, TV show, movie book what is your favorite fictional character hmm. spongebob 
<laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I just guess you like, I grew up watching it. Or something like Bugs from Bugs Bunny. Okay. Well, I mean, what do you love about SpongeBob? I don't know. It sounds like a funny show when I was little. And, like, I still watch it sometimes just because. It's just, like, I like watching it. <laughs> I always liked Gary. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love Gary. My daughter got Gary socks the other day. I felt pretty good about that. They're coming out with a new SpongeBob series now. Really? Camp Coral. Sure okay. enough. Camp Coral. It's going to be on the, uh, what is it? It's the Paramount Plus streaming network that used to be CBS All Access. Yep. Wow. New SpongeBob. Same cast. That's awesome. Good. But it's like the before years. It's the under years of SpongeBob. So we'll get to see him younger. <laughs> what about you, CJ? Uh, probably... Iron Man. I was, a, I don't know. I was a big superhero guy when I was little, so probably yeah. Iron Man. I just love those movies. I always thought it would be super cool to fly around, so that was always it. Yeah, Iron Man's legit. I love Iron Man. Tony Stark, all that money, all that fame. Always. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's the only thing he had going for him, though, was all that money. That's the only reason. And he was brilliant. Well, he was brilliant, and he had money, but it's not like he had superpowers. He did. He created them. He did. Yeah. But is, it that, is, that, is that less impressive or more impressive? Probably a little more impressive, really. But he's just not born that way, you know. But well, neither I mean, was Batman, right? Yeah, yeah. You can make the if you can make the, you got the brains to do it. So why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. What is your favorite song playing right now? If you you know put your uh, your Apple, what iPod? What are they called? Apple iPods or whatever they have now. If you put those in your ears and turn your music on, what song you like listen to right now? I gotta think about this one. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of an old song because I like old songs. I'll help you out. I'm a big country music guy. Uh, Luke Holmes. I don't really have a song. Luke Holmes, Morning Wallace, like that. So I'm a big country guy. Do you know? So I saw where. The Sand Mountain Amphitheater released their first concert. It was uh, some country guy. Did you know that person? Who it was? I hadn't. I hadn't looked at it. That's right. Man, let's see if I find out who that was. Because I didn't know them. I didn't know if they're good. I thought maybe you could tell me if it's worth listening to. Um. Hey CJ, I'm having a pretty hard time hearing you, man. So if you would please speak up for me, okay? Yes, sir. All right, great. Thanks. CJ Lee Bryce. I know the name. I can't. I mean, I can't put a name. I can't put a song on him, but I, I definitely yeah, probably listened to him before. I have a. I'm not a big country guy, except like I like really old school country. Yes, sir. I say old school, like Johnny Cash, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So, right. no '90s country for you? No, I was pretty. No, I didn't like '90s country. Really? Much. Yeah, no, it's not my thing. Wow, no John Michael Montgomery, nothing like that. No, Randy Travis is about as really. Yeah, Travis Tritt. Mm-mm. Oh, really? No. Oh man. No, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Lauren, what, what song are you listening to? Or what kind of music? Um, Tusk by uh, Fleetwood Mac. I love Fleetwood Ooh. Mac. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's speaking my language. I got, I, got that, I got that on vinyl. Man, that's one of my records that plays. <laughs> my mom threw me up on Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Man, that Rumors album. There's hard to beat, that, that Fleetwood Mac Rumors album. So, that's cool. Very cool. Do you listen much Fleetwood Mac, Stephen? No, I didn't. I grew up very sheltered. Uh, a very sheltered life. Sorry, guys. You can't see me. I'm I'm here, but I'm kind of off camera. Anyway, um, yeah, I grew up very sheltered. In fact, I went to Wallace State 
for music. And while I was in the uh, the the band there, the jazz band, I met the R and B band director, and he's like, "Man, did you never listen to any of this music? You lived a sheltered life. We we need to corrupt you." He said, <laughs> and I hate the way he said it, but there's a lot of good music out there, you know. Fleetwood Mac had one of the best sounds, and um, no, what's her name? The uh, goodness, Stevie Nicks. Yes, one of the best voices. Oh my gosh, I love her. It's amazing, so good. Do you either one of you guys sing? Not really. I'm in choir, and I mean, I don't really like you know sing by myself. Like if I'm in a group, I'll sing. Like you're probably like the ensemble singing. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, I can't. I just I'm too shy just to sing by myself. I have to be with a group of people. I got gotcha. you. I bet CJ could bust out some low bass stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd give it a shot. Probably <laughs> not. <though. laughs> Maybe lock the door and turn the lights down low. Could you get down there? Good song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had no idea what that song was. Oh, really? Yeah. Josh Turner? Whoa, mm-hmm. dude. Okay. I'll tell you, man, I just don't listen to much country. I grew up on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my dad listened to old school country. I would listen to that, but I just never kept listening. I, um, I went on something else. My last song that I liked was uh, a song by Aloe Black. Oh, yeah. So. As the last song I liked on my my list. Okay. Aloe Black. Very good. Yeah. I don't know much about him, but the song was really good. Yeah. Nice voice. Yeah. Now, more and more artists now are getting TikToks. Are either of you on TikTok? Yes. I'm on TikTok. I've never made a TikTok. A little sad for that, but I mean, I do watch TikTok. I understand that. I I like watching, too. I have very little content. I've only done like the... uh, the voiceover challenges they've had going the past couple months. I've done those, and my little girl likes getting on there and dancing, so I'll post her from time to time. But <laughs> What would yeah. I do if I was on TikTok? If you were on TikTok, what, what do you think he should do on TikTok? Oh, I think you should dance. I, yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay. My daughter taught me one of them the other day. Which one? Uh, it did like this. You did like... Um, you, it went... <laughs> and then like forward, back, this way, back, back, clap. And then it went... Like yeah. that or something. What is it? What's the name of it? Renegade. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My eight-year-old taught me that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. On we would do it in the Disney line together. Cool. Yeah. So, have y'all been to Disney before? I have. I haven't. Oh, you have it. You've got to go. It's the happiest place on Earth. I've always wanted to go. My sister and the rest of my family's been, but I wasn't <laughs> born, so I never got to go. <laughs> Wow, yeah. I feel like you're owed that at this point. If she went, I know. I was like, y'all owe me one because y'all took my sister. Yeah. yeah. CJ, when did you get to go? I went in 2016, 2017, and then I went back in 2019. Okay, cool. So you got to experience. Like, were they playing all the games while they were waiting in line? Were they yes. playing games on their phone? It's like guess this person or trivia games, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Very cool. Hmm. Now Q just got back from Disney. Yeah, I just got back. I loved it. Um, there's only like 35% capacity and not everything was going on, but it was, you got to get stuff pretty quick, ride it pretty quick. I had a great time. A lot of fun. But it's still kind of the same feeling with all the COVID protocols and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, you had to wear the mask, you had to stay separated, but they still did a great job of making it like really fun, you know, for sure. And my kids loved it. I mean, this is the first time they've ever been, but they loved it. They had a blast. I loved all the Star Wars stuff. I love Star Wars. All the new Star Wars stuff was, I was like geeking out on that for sure. It was so good. 
Does your generation even like care about Star Wars very much? Uh, literally half of my friend group is like obsessed with Star Wars. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, how I, they are. My older brother is really big into it, but I've I tried and like I could, I've I've watched all of them. Now I couldn't tell you who was who, but I mean I I tried to sit down and watch them. I just never I could never get into it. Yeah, we got ten seconds. I don't, I don't think I. Yeah. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. All right, welcome back to the Varsity Show. We are here with our athletes uh, this afternoon. We got CJ and Lauren. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Tell us what grade you're in and what sports it is that you play. Uh, I'm in the 11th grade and I do cross country, indoor track, and outdoor track. I'm also in the 11th grade. I play football in the fall and then I do basketball and outdoor track. Nice. So, uh, what season are we in right now? Track season? Is that, is it, we're in track season, right? Okay, so explain to everybody what events you participate in because track has a lot of events. So let's let everybody know what it is you're doing currently with the track team. Okay, I am a distance runner, so I do the mile, the 800, 4x8, sometimes a 4x4, but that's kind of just if I need to fill in. But I'm usually in the distance group. Awesome. And, and then I'm, I'm actually a thrower, so I throw the shot put and the discus and then the javelin. So they still, they still do the javelin thrower? Yes, sir. Hmm. Could you like hurt somebody with one of those? Yes. I'm sure you could, or yourself, if you're not really paying attention. But yeah. I feel like uh, they didn't. I used to throw too. I threw. I threw shot, but they didn't let us uh, throw javelins back then, which makes me kind of sad. I wish I could have done that. So tell. So tell us in your in your each competition there. How are you guys uh, doing so far this season? How are you feeling? How's your team doing? Um, how is your your certain races and uh, events? How are you doing in them? Well, uh, you know, we've only had one meet so far, so we're just like kind of getting out there. It kind of takes a while to like adjust to outdoor season. So, I mean, so far it has been pretty good, and I can tell that there's going to be a lot of improvements. Probably by like this Friday, which is our second meet of the year, and just more like we'll keep on improving. But it's been very good so far. Yeah, it's been a great start. I mean, we we went to Rome, Georgia last Saturday. It was a really good competition, a lot of good teams and stuff like that. But I mean, we're a younger team. We got a lot of young guys that are really good. So Coach Bashaw's doing the best thing to get us prepared for Friday. It's gonna be the first meet in Albertville. So did y'all even have a season last year? Or did it all get ruined by COVID? Uh, so last Friday, or it was, let's see, last year it was on a Friday meet. We ended up having a Friday meet, and then we came back Monday, and we were, and we were supposed to go to Georgia again. We, yeah. can't, we found out that week that kind of COVID had ruined that. So we had actually got one meet in at home right before it all shut down. So Wow. So I guess you're itching to get back at it. So already having the one meet, <clears throat> how easy is it to tighten things up? Does it move pretty quick? Do you see where you need those improvements and you just automatically make those? Is it something easy you're doing? Is it just individually or is it as a team that you're having to tighten up? Usually it can be an individual type of problem, trying to like improve yourself. And you can usually see what you're doing on some meets, like what you might be doing wrong. But then, you know, you at the end of a meet, you all come together as a team. So then, like, you can all come together and see what's wrong. But it's kind of easy to fix things if there is a problem. Nice. They, they don't do any kind of, like, video replay or they don't do any kind of uh, recording of your start and stop, do they? Or do they? Do you have film to look at so you can improve in that aspect of it? It kind of depends on which meet you're at because some meets do have videos and some meets don't. Wow. 
So CJ, when you're throwing shot, what kind of style are you using? Are you using the, the three hop backward or are you doing the spin? I, I've tried to spin. I'm not I'm not really there. I, I, I do the hop backwards. Okay. That's, what I, that's what I do. Yeah, there's different ways on that. I I ever I actually I couldn't get the spin either. That's a difficult thing to figure out. That spin, man. <laughs> yeah, I would I would foul every time when I was doing the spin. So, Lauren, if you're practicing running, what do you do other than run? Like, how do you practice running and just not run? <laughs> That's honestly a good question. The more I think about it, all I, all I do is run. Like, honestly, like the only other thing I could think about is ab workouts. That's it. Or, you know, sometimes in the summer, I like to, you know, bike on my bicycle, kind of just get that in or like do swimming pool exercises. If somebody told me, Q, I'd like for you to be involved in the sport and the practice you're going to have to do for it is run and do ab exercises, (laughs) I would automatically say I'm out on that sport. Like I am not doing that sport. So what is exciting or what do you enjoy about uh, competing in by by running these different events definitely just like you know when you kind of look at it first i didn't feel excited but getting up there to like a line and like actually competing and like the like adrenaline rush it just it makes me like like excited like to actually be there and to like compete and like the team i have they make me feel more motivated to like run and just i just day by day it just it gets more exciting what about you, CJ? Like, what are your practices look like for for you when you're practicing for for shot and or for discus or for javelin? Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I'm a I throw discus and shot put, but I, I'm my main throw is a javelin. That's what I'm good at compared to the other two, I guess. So, a lot of the, a big day is just like a big arm workout, stuff like that, and then flexibility and stuff like that, and technique. And then occasionally we get out there and we'll try to go throw as far as we can, but you don't do a whole lot because you know you're trying not to strain anything. But it's all about technique, repetitions like that, trying to get it all down to where. And one good day, you could have one good throw, and I'll get you as far as you need to go. Now, with javelin, man, I'd feel like a, a warrior or something. I feel like a hunter in Africa. I, I, I would feel dangerous with a javelin in my hand. What do you do with all that power? It's actually really, really interesting because, you know, it's all that. You got to get all that movement and all that speed to carry over into a good throw. So uh, it's a lot of like trying to slow down because, I mean, that is a very, it's, I mean, it's a dangerous thing if you don't do it right. So you're trying to get it out of your hand make it go far as while as trying to keep it from hitting yourself in the back of the head with it so <laughs> is it is it sharp on the end we don't do that in alabama they we have like a round off tip on it it's like a rubber tip but i know a lot of states around the nation do have okay. a sharp tip like college does what is a good uh a good throw with a javelin uh the state qualifying mark for 5a was 125 and my pr's 30. whoa wow nice here you go state welcome to state What's your farthest? Is that your farthest that you've thrown it? 30. Nice. Okay, good. Yeah, that's a good throw. Yeah. Can you hit targets? Like if I put a target at like 100 for you, could you get close? Uh, maybe. I'm not really. I've never tried that, but rather than like trying to hit a water bottle off the field before, but I mean, I'm trying to give it a shot. We had to do, I, well, I say I had to do, I had a guy call me in four years ago to do a Spartan race and part of the spartan race is at some point in it one you have it's like obstacle race you run and you have to do some ridiculous obstacle but one of them was you had to throw a spear into a target you had like two tries whoa and it was so much fun just throwing (laughs) a spear in a target it's the greatest i'll tell you what guys we want you to hang on with us we're going to go back to facebook live going to get them a song on the radio but we want to talk behind the scenes so just a reminder if you're not watching us on facebook live right now 
you're going to be missing out. So go over there and find us. Just look up Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. We're right there. And we'll be back here on the radio here in just the next, what, three minutes and 12 seconds. All right. We're just on Facebook Live now, guys. You can take a deep breath. You did good. <sighs> you did really good. Thank you. So, so tell me how, like, how have you guys survived this year with the way COVID's been and the way school's been? What have you enjoyed? What's been a struggle for you? Yeah, um, definitely just trying to stay motivated. Everything is just so different. Like, I just always kind of wish, like, everything was back to normal, but you just kind of have to keep on going forward. But staying motivated is kind of hard nowadays. Yeah, I could take that into, like, you know, as an athlete, and I play multiple different sports, it's like there's something different about especially, like, basketball and football and stuff like that, and track meets as well. It's something different about not competing with a lot of people watching you something that's always been different like we're used to going to track meets with thousands of people there and it's always kind of it's just felt kind of empty the last couple the last couple months so but we're definitely excited for it to somewhat get back some royalty though cj the football team did great this year um yeah y'all got beat by who wasn't growth and that was uh no wait a second you just asked a question you got beat by who only one team beat them. Well, who took them out? Uh, they he okay. knew I was talking about. Took them All out right. of. Took them out of cool. the. Because uh, I knew they were good. I was like, yeah, dang. Yeah. No, took them out of the uh, running for or the playoffs. Gotcha. Yeah. I understand now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was kind of a game they thought could have went either way. Really, they yeah. thought you guys had a chance. What What happened that game? I mean, it was a. They were they were a heck of a team. They went all the way to state and ended up losing to St. Paul's. But they were they were big, fast, athletic. So I mean. We, we, put, we battled with them, but we knew going into the game that we were going to have to play our best ball game to win the game, and we just – they outplayed us. Yeah. I thought you had a chance to go to, to it, the – It was really it was a really fun atmosphere to play in. Yeah. It's one, of, it's one of the better Gunnersville teams I've seen in a long, long time. Yes, sir. The receivers y'all had were really good. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so tell me, what is, uh, what is the thing you're looking forward to most uh, – about this season definitely just uh trying to like do what i was trying to do last season which was improve you know proving my times and come together as a team and make it to state because you know that's the big idea yeah uh, we more both were state qualifiers as freshmen and you know the, the entire goal is trying to is trying to keep, keep getting back there and that was definitely we had already talked about it. that was our goal as sophomore good year and get back so y'all both made it as freshmen then that's pretty impressive how many how many uh of y'all's teammates usually make it to state um usually around 20 which my seventh and eighth grade year when i qualified there was since our team was way bigger 2018 we had a big class and a bunch of great athletes we went from like 40 to like 20 yeah, not 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 as much, but what we do take always do well. I mean, we had Sam Moultrie a couple years ago did really well. Jane Bonds won the high jump this year in the North State. So, but, I mean, we're young, but we're definitely definitely great teams here. Awesome. Hey CJ, if you would, man. Talk up a little bit for me. I don't know what's going on, but I'm having the hardest time picking you up. I can hear I can hear Lauren fine, but for some reason I just can't hear you that well. And I got you all the way up here. Yes, sir. All right, that's better. Thank you, sir. Um, so indoor track, you talk about Lauren, how, where do you do that at? 
there's only one indoor track, and it's in Birmingham, and it's called the Crossplex. And, I mean, indoor tracks are kind of rare, so usually people from Mississippi or Tennessee or Georgia will, like, usually come to that place just to do indoor track. So when you compete there, I mean, are you doing that? Are you practicing on that? on your track at the school and then just going to compete indoors. Is that how that works? Yes, sir. Okay. I just wondered, I didn't know. And does let's bring him back to radio. Okay. Sounds All right. good. 88, five JFM varsity radio show. Hey, we've got CJ. We've got Lauren from Gunnersville high school. Uh, amazing athletes are getting to learn more about their sport. And we're joining them back here on the radio. If you're not watching the Facebook live, you certainly should. You're missing out on a lot of good stuff. We're, we're talking about some fun stuff here. Well, we were talking about how you said you do indoor track stuff. And I'm just kind of want to, a lot of people don't even know that exists. So how many athletes can do indoor track? And what all, is that the same things available in the indoor season as there is the outdoor season? Actually, in indoor track, there's less people because, you know, there's other, like, type of winter sports that people do. And, uh, you know, it's, the track is just all in one place. People don't find it as, like, exciting or anything. And, uh no, uh, indoor track has different things. Like, there's no 300-meter hurdles. There's no javelin. There's no discus. There's only shot put. And that's about the only thing that's different about, oh, there's, yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing that's different between indoor and outdoor. Nice. Lauren, have you ever ran, because I think this is the most interesting race. I lived in Oregon for a while, and, you know, they call that Track Town USA up there. And oh, yeah. in Eugene, that's where I lived is in Eugene. And they have the, the track. They have all these competition stuff up there. So I'd go watch a lot of the, I, I was actually there when the world was taking place one time. So I was watching the, the championships. They have a race that's so interesting, interesting to me, but I don't quite understand it. And so maybe you as a runner can explain this to me. What is steeplechase? And, oh my gosh. And I why? And why steeplechase? Why? No, it looks painful. I'm not going to lie, but I honestly think it would be a fun run. But, you know, I can't remember how long of the race it is, but there's like kind of hurdles, but so, they're big and then you go into water. It's yeah. almost like cross country type of feel just on a track, but we don't have that in uh, as a normal race in Alabama. So, like, I've never been able to do it, but I always thought it would be so fun to do. Have you seen this, Stephen, Steeplechase? I haven't. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it done before. You literally run a lap. I don't know how many laps you have to run. And, and at one point in every lap, there's this, like she's saying, this one hurdle that you kind of have to step on and then jump into this puddle of water and then keep on running. Wow. Which I don't, it's almost like somebody said, you know what? This running's not quite miserable enough right now. <laughs> That's true. That's kind of how it is. What if we made them make a little jump and put some pressure on their knees and then get their feet wet and have to keep running? That's got to be brutal, running with wet feet like that. They're rubbing blisters on your feet, right? That's kind of how cross-country is. Wow. So do you like t- so explain, we've talked about track, explain what cross-country is to people who may not understand what that is, Lauren. So cross-country is a three-mile race or two-mile race if you're on JV, and it's just like on a trail like you know it could be gravel grass concrete and it's I honestly love cross country because like you're going to like different places and you know hills are involved or downhills and a bunch of different like obstacles could be involved in cross country it's it's very fun can you put your airpods in while you're running cross country competition do what do you put music in your ears when you're running 
cross country competition or no? Uh, no, honestly, I wouldn't even want to try that because I feel like in cross country, you can get a little bit competitive at like different types of meets. If like the pass are a little narrow, you know, you start elbowing people. Really? They get a little aggressive <laughs> sometimes. Wow. Whoa. So how much is like the margin of usually victory? Is it usually close at the end in those top races? Oh, yeah, usually because, you know, in cross-country races, there's, like, a bunch of people just in one race. Like, it's very packed. And, you know, you're there's going to be someone in that race very close to your time. Like, there always will be. So, fighting for the end is very interesting. CJ was talking offline a little bit about your football team. What position did you play? Uh, I played tackle. tackle. Awesome. Offensive or defensive? Offensive. Offensive. So tell me how much fun you had this last year, and kind of what your expectations are for the team next season. It was, a, I mean, it was by far the funnest year of football I've ever had in my life. It was so much fun, just in and out of practice every day. It was just, it was a lot of fun. We were, it was, we were a really close team all together. But next year, I mean, we're, we lost a lot, Jack, Jarrell, a lot of big guys. But I mean, I think we'll be just, we'll be just fine. We can, we can work it out. Nice. Yeah, it was a fun season to watch. I really like watching you guys uh, do what you did. You did a great thing this last year. Question for all this kind of like a little like not sports lay, but you guys seem super busy. You got multiple sports you're playing all the time. We got a lot of other students out there that get really busy. Um, what do you guys do just to relax or unwind? Um, I love to, you know, hang out with my friend group, which you know that includes CJ and all my other friends. And we usually like to go on to like to the lake or like Eno or Go to like a little small restaurant and eat, or just hang out at someone's house. That's what, my favorite thing. What is Eno? Eno is like a, <laughs> it's like a hammock base. It's like a portable hammock. Like you know, you just tie it around like two trees and. So you guys just go like find some trees and put the hammocks up and. Yeah. Hang out. And hang out and talk and play music or eat. It sounds like a like a lifetime movie or something. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I just want to do that with my life. <laughs> I need some Eno in my life. It's good stuff. What do you do, CJ? Uh, I mean, we, we try to go bowling. I'm not very good at it, though. So yeah, when we go bowling, I try to sometimes I just I, I might not go because I'm not very good at it. But we all just kind of hang out. That's, I mean, me and Warren are really good friends. We have a good group of friends that we hang out with. So we're pretty we're both pretty active in school and outside of school, stuff like that. So when we do get to hang out, we're all usually together. So, you know, we have some students who listen to this show as they're getting out of school and those type of things. And you guys seem like you are really enjoying what you're doing in your high school career thus far. What would you say to some students who are like trying to find their way, trying to find some way to figure out? Because a lot of students don't necessarily feel like they have that group or have that uh, activity. So how did you find your place and what would you do to encourage them to find their place? Um, honestly, I found all my friends doing sports. Well, I mean, it started off with one person. I did like a little club volleyball when I was in elementary school, which I never ended up playing in high school or like middle school. But, you know, I met a friend and then I met her group of friends and we all came best friends and we've been best friends ever since. And then I found more people just doing track and I have a very close group of friends just from doing track. And for the people out there that like struggle to find friend groups like that, my biggest advice is like, you know, I've, I've actually went to three, three schools growing up and stuff like that. And it's really just find people that like, that you don't have to change to be around. Like I, we're a really loud, open friend group, but I mean, it's just how we are. So. I think that's really good advice about, I think a lot of people out there are trying to just change who they are to try to fit in some way. But I think if we can realize just be who you are and, and find those people that gravitate 
towards you and you gravitate towards, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so what is one of the most embarrassing things that has ever happened to you guys in your sports? Oh my gosh. I've actually told this story before. <laughs> actually, there's a lot of embarrassing <laughs> So You can take it. So I'm actually... When it comes to basketball and stuff like that, I grew up in a basketball family. My older brother was a big basketball guy. My older brother's a big basketball guy. And my parents are unforgiving at basketball games. They are always yelling and screaming. So, and they're probably listening to this, so that's crazy. <laughs> they're always yelling at me, the refs, whoever. So. Mm. I could always, when I was playing football, it didn't matter what was going on. I could always hear my mom's voice. And I'd, in my head, I'd be like, just be quiet, Mom. Please be quiet. Could always hear it. What about you, Lauren? Okay, well, this happened in indoor, which, you know, indoor, everyone is watching you because it's all in one place and everyone just has their eyes on you. Well, you know, the gun went off and I'm doing the 800 and this girl, she runs right out in front of me and then she, like, gets in front of me and she slows down and I trip on her. And all of a sudden, I fall, and everyone else falls, and you can just hear everyone go, ooh. <laughs> and my whole heart just stopped. I didn't even want to get up, and I just, and I was like all like scraped up, uh-huh. and I was like bloody, and I was, and I got spiked in the leg too by someone. I was just, Man. I was so much shocked, and I was so embarrassed. I just, but I went on with the race though. I went on with the rest of the race. Oh, did you get up and finish the race? Did everybody get up and finish the race? Yeah, which at a certain point, if you fall within a within the hundred meters, they restart the race. But you know, they kept on asking me because they saw where I got like stepped on and like abused by people, and they were asking me. They're like, "You don't have to do the race," but I was so embarrassed. I was like, "No, I'm going to do the race," and I actually did really good. <laughs> he took all that like embarrassed energy and just put it. Forward. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's all. I feel like there should be a video of that somewhere. There should be. Surely somebody has video. I'm sure there is. I would never want to watch it. (laughs) So let's talk about injuries you can get doing track. I mean, what kind of injuries are we talking? Have you broken any bones or fractured a a wrist or what exactly happens? I guess you said it's pretty aggressive out there. So what kind of stuff have you seen? Yeah, I haven't been fully injured, which, you know, I'm really thankful for that. But, you know, there's been like a bunch of like hurting like parts of me like that just happened like it just goes on within the years my first year in seventh grade we had a mud run in randolph and in the mud my shoe came off and when it came off my foot went on it and it just bent completely Mm. like and i I remember i tried to step on it again and just hurt and then that was my first little injury and then i have a thing called a toe turf or turf toe or something and it's basically where your toe uh, goes up so much and it's stretching on the muscle on your on the sole of your foot. And then I just have hip and knee problems and shin problems. I mean, it just... <laughs> Sounds like you're great. Everything's fine. Yeah, no, everything's fine. I'm just ice every day and you'll be brand new the next day. <laughs> CJ, how about for you? Any broken bones between all the sports that you've done? I'm actually really fortunate that I actually never had a super injury, super good injury. But I mean, I grew up with a mom and dad are both in the medical field, so it's just kind of like throw some ice on it, ibuprofen, you'll be fine, stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, when it comes to track, stuff like that, Coach Basho does a really good job of like trying not to overwork us, stuff like that. So it keeps us getting hurt. So that's great. What do you guys do? I know a lot of sports teams they have like um, kind of routines or traditions before a game. 
like before a meet what do you guys do to get excited or get pumped up or is, do you guys have any uh you know any things you guys do every time just to get ready for a meet um we don't really do much before meets you know except you know before each race or throw or jump or something you know our coaches will come up to us and try to hype us up or you know a thing we do after is i'll go somewhere to eat and i i love that part of the meet it's just yeah. going somewhere after with like your whole team and just bonding yeah track meets start bright and early so we usually have to be at the like yeah. saturday we had to be on the bus at five o'clock in the morning oh wow we're usually some of us are up screaming, listening to music while other people are trying to sleep. So it's a little bit of an interesting bus ride. Yeah, the track it definitely. So what time? You said you had a meet Friday. What time does your meet start Friday? Oh, we'll start at three, I think. It's a yeah. smaller meet, but I think we'll start at three, and we'll probably get done about ten. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, it is. Meets are very long. So what do you do in the like in between time between your events? I usually just try to recover and rest and maybe eat a little bit just so make sure you're not running out of energy. Just mainly rest, so. Yeah, I can't sit in the tent, though. It's like we all we usually just kind of sit there as a team, but I have to pace around and cheer people on because I'll, I'll just yeah. sit there and go crazy if I don't. Is what you eat really important before a race? I mean, I've heard of people say, you know, they carbo load right before a race. They have a lot of extra energy. So I, what exactly is the science behind that? Or what do you do in preparations for a race? I usually, I eat like a nice meal, you know, the night before and the morning of or the afternoon of a meet. And then you just, so, you know, I won't go to the meet hungry. Like, you know, like just feel like I need to eat all the time. Yeah. Because, you know, not eating is just going to, you're going to do bad. But then like eating too much, you're still going to do bad. So, you know, sometimes I'll like split like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like between my races or eat a banana or granola. Is it for energy? Is it for blood sugar? A little bit of both? I mean, I guess you can feel lightheaded if you're out there running on an empty stomach, right? A little bit of both, which, I mean, I've had plenty of experiences with that, which um, it's been a couple years since I've passed out, but I used to pass out a lot <laughs> because I wouldn't eat. Like, I just, I would get so nervous to where I thought like, oh, I don't need to eat or I don't need to drink enough water. Like, you know, I, I wasn't very smart, so I <laughs> I didn't even think about it and then it all came back and bit me so i mean it makes sense when you think about it you're less less weight because you haven't eaten as much so you're thinking you're a little faster but really you need it to fuel your body mm -hmm. wow yeah. cj yeah. do you do that thing before you throw where you like get your hands back and forth and you know yes sir i i try to loosen up and stuff like that it really there is like when it comes to like throwing and running they're always like you know they're really big about what they eat i'm just kind of like okay it's time to go throw like we'll see what happens kind of <laughs> i love it and try then to, try to stretch a little bit and then see what try to do my best yeah and lauren i remember watching runners on tv and when i was in eugene they do this weird thing where they like shake the muscle of their leg before they run is that like a thing all runners do i actually do that i'll like you know smack my legs or like i'll just try to shake them up just like get my muscles all warm and like loose is there a science just, behind that or is that just like well everybody does it I, I should do that too i mean i just kind of did it just to get my mud like my muscles loose and it's also kind of like a nervous tick huh. just like before they start it like you try you get so nervous you start fidgeting with everything and people's starts are different right they do how what how is your start like what do you what's your technique in your start on your races uh you know distance is different because i do like run us to your mark 
and then they go off with the gun. They don't do set and then go. So, you know, you just start off normal and, you know, I try to go off kind of slow and then I gradually start to pick it up because in distance you need to pace yourself. Who sets the pace? I mean, they, they say find a good pace setter, but who sets the pace when it comes down to it? Usually the individual needs to set their own uh, pace, which okay. is hard for me because I am not good at setting my own pace at all. So, You're and when like- Bradley when she graduated last year I was thinking how am I ever gonna like pace myself again because I was never good at it <laughs> and then uh, Kenley Nelson she moved here this year and she's the same times as me I'm so glad she came to Gunnersville because she she paces me yeah, so you're wide open all the time if you can be you're just flat out going yeah gotcha okay but you wear out easily that way don't you yeah which is why it's always like came back and like a little bit of karma there because I would go off way too fast. Yeah. So of all y'all's track events, which one is the favorite that you guys do? CJ, did you say Javelin is your your favorite? What about you, Lauren? Which one's your favorite to compete in? Uh, yeah, it's either between the 800 or the 4x8, but I honestly think the 4x8 has always been my favorite. And 4x8, that's, um, that's a team run, right? That's a relay, yeah. Yeah. So you pass the baton on that one? awesome i love watching that too so do y'all get involved in anything outside of of high school sports like do you do half marathons full marathons like these you know these big races they have in different communities you ever do that um i used to do it but i honestly haven't done it in a while because you know it would usually interfere with something that i am doing in track or with cross country because i run all year round and i'm always doing something gotcha cj you were shaking your head pretty good there buddy I'm not too much of a big of a runner unless Coach Bashall is feeling a little crazy and he makes me run the meets. But I, I mean, I run in practice and stuff like that, but I don't know if I can really get out there and race with anybody. I get how this was. Coach, I want to be on the team, but I don't want to run. Please. Okay, you can you can throw. You can throw the javelin. You can. Yeah, that's great. We all have our strengths. Yes, we all have our places exactly. of strengths. I mean, if you're an offensive tackle on the football team, you don't need to be figuring out how to go run races, but you can throw heavy stuff. That's the key. There you go. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been an absolute blast having y'all on with us today. Yes, thank I, yes, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks so much for spending time with us and for spending time with our listeners out there. Um, we wish you guys the best of luck in this season. And, uh, man, I hope you guys throw far and run hard. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much for having us. All See right. You. See you. That was a lot of fun. That was good. Yeah. I, I kind of, I did a little bit of track. Like, I used to throw shot. Right. I miss those days. I don't think about those days very much, but talking to them is those are fun days when you go to the track meet and just hang out and Yeah. I would do one event. I literally did one event. I threw the shot and then I just hung out the rest of the day. Wow. And watched. That sounds like a good day. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. There's a certain technique to that. How how heavy was the ball that you had to throw? <sighs> I think it was an eight pound ball or something like that. Yeah. Maybe ten. I can't remember exactly. It's funny we're talking about this today because I was watching TikTok earlier and there was this guy, he's a little person. Right? He's getting ready to throw. And man, he gets up there, gets the chalk, gets it all over like his he's, li- he's, he's biologically like a little, born a little yeah, person. Yeah, okay. a little person. That's, that's the technical, yeah, I, I, politically correct I'm term. With you. I yeah. just didn't know if you were... Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> no, little person. And he gets the chalk, man. He smacks it on his hand. He spits in his hand. Get that grit in there. and gets the ball in. And man, he looks like a boss. He's walking up, getting ready. And he just gives it all he has. It doesn't go very far. But man, he had a lot of power in that yeah. little body. Yeah. That's crazy. It's it's a lot tougher than you think. Yeah. Especially when you start start trying to work on the technique. Yeah. Because you can't just 
when I first started out, you just sit there and you would just kind of squat down, yeah. come up and then throw. But then you learn if you can the spin or like he was doing where you you get on one leg and you take three hops back and turn. Ooh. It's all it's all about momentum. You have yeah. to figure out ways to get momentum to get that ball to go further. Yeah, yeah. Some people throw that a long way. Momentum it has a lot to do, I think, with uh, punting on a football field too. That's right? True. It's That's like true. how many steps do you put between you and the ball? Yeah. Is there a particular is there a particular amount of yards that you're supposed to back up from it, or is it just? I think each the, team differs. I think the backing up in football is intentionally for how to try not get it blocked. Okay. So I think people do that say, okay, you got to be this far back so somebody doesn't come and block, block your, right. your punt. But steps, it can be a little different. You, mm-hmm. If you're doing a straight punt, so many steps. If you're doing a side punt, so many steps. Yeah. It's kind of an art form to that. But yeah. the interesting thing about throwing shot was you want momentum, but you can't have too much momentum or it takes you over the line and you foul. Wow. So you you have this delicate balance where you're trying to find the right amount of momentum. Yeah. You know? It was fun. It was tough, but it was fun. You know one that would scare me? One of those sports that would scare me in track is is that the long, what they call it, uh, it's the really long staff. You have to go and, and jump over the big hurdle. Oh, the pole vault. The pole vault. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. Man, that would scare me. Oh, yeah, me too. I watch that thing. It scares me every time. I've seen those poles break before. Oh, man. I'm not. That can be brutal. I mean, yes. if it breaks just the right way, and you fall just the right. No, it's no, thank bad. You. Yeah, it's bad. There's a lot of all those jumping mechanism things. Yeah, are really they they impress me. Yeah, there's technique to that that's super impressive. In fact, when they were talking about that happening in Albertville, I was like, man, I may go watch the meet at Albertville. Yeah, Friday. It's outside. Feel yeah. safe. You Social distance. Yeah. Easy. You know. So, um, yeah, be good. Oh, Randy G. Pike said, that's my handsome kiddo. Oh, he did an amazing job, too. He did great. Yeah, I'm sorry. We we couldn't really, I couldn't get on here and watch Facebook while everybody, while we were having the interview because we're using Zoom. So all these comments coming through, it's awesome. Rick Mosley's talking about a Spartan race. Oh, yeah. He yeah. did it, too. Wow. He's, uh, last year, he was talking about doing it again. So I don't know, Rick, if you're going to do it again. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> I'm never doing a Spartan race again. In fact, my reminder on my facebook page came up saying you did this three or four years ago i can't remember which one it was you know how you have those those reminds from the yeah, years yeah. And i was like oh, that was so dumb yeah that's all i thought i didn't think man that was <laughs> awesome i did that i was like that was so dumb yeah i probably took time off my life doing that wow i probably like, wore my body down like i probably lost a good three weeks of my life you only thought you were getting 40 years too yeah i know so maybe it didn't take any off <laughs> maybe it actually added some maybe time to your life maybe i remember we had to crawl I remember, I don't know if you've ever ran or done something that got so sweaty and they had to crawl on the ground to the point where your nipples were sore. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. I, I learned after that, I was like, why are my nipples so sore? And people <laughs> told me that like marathon runners, yeah, they'll put things covering up their nipples because really? they run so much and yeah. it rubs, it'll rub it and they'll, they'll bleed. There's pictures. If no. you look them up on people, no. they, they've, they're no. finishing a race and there's like blood right here just kind of trickling down no. through their shirt. Wow. That's the worst. I don't That's know a terrible <laughs> byproduct. Of running. I don't want to run anyway. But I, don't, I don't want that to happen if I do run. Oh, it was bad. Gosh, it was bad. Yeah, I was getting close to that. Yeah, I was like, man, oh, mm. I'm done. Yeah, but running with wet feet too that would bother me. We had to do that. We had to run in a river for yeah. what felt like three miles. But did you wear socks? Yes. Oh, yeah. Really? Because you're not running the river in the beginning. You don't right. know what. That's the dumb thing about sparring. You don't know what they're going to make you do. Yeah. In the beginning, you're just like running and then in one moment actually before you ran the river it was like the last third of the race yeah there's this pit that has a wall and the wall goes in the water and you have to go under it 
and it was about 20 degrees that morning oh and you had to go under, in oh. that water and go under that wall oh it was man and you're already like hurting so you come out of that and you just com- completely cramp up yeah yeah wow i'll never do it again <laughs> so rick he's saying don't invite him man yeah you're not do gonna it. do it rick you go run your spartan races and have all the fun in the world with them and I, and I have a respect i have a buddy who runs all those kind of races all i have a immense respect for those folks yeah i just feel like you know we were talking about earlier where we we're made out of the mago day and the dust and we have no other limitations i yeah. feel like i have too much dust in me and not enough of mago day to be going <laughs> doing a spartan race anymore it's like the ratio is a little off yeah yeah i can't yep. do that <laughs> just can't happen i got you i don't even know by the way i know we're supposed to do like freestyle but i don't even know Oh, you got them? Okay. Yeah, I got them. All right. Yep. Cool. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. All right. It's that time where we give away cool stuff. Today, if you call in and answer three questions, and we're going to make sure you, you're able to do that. We're going to have some, some help here for you. But if you call in and answer three questions, we're going to give you a all-day five-pass the B&B video games up in Albertville by Pizza. This means you can go in and play all day with five people in their arcade that has 50-plus arcade games. Yeah. You can just have a blast all day. Mm-hmm. It's, if you have a family and you're trying to figure out what can I do with my family for a day, you should call in and win this. I take my girls there. It is a lot of fun. You will have a great time. You can play as long as you want that day. All right? So you want to call in and get this, this question right. Here's the question. Number one. What does the white dove symbolize what does the white dove symbolize want to be on the radio call us now at 256-505-0885 you know i have my podcast that yeah. i do yeah and it's quite I, I uh our producer moved to new mexico really so he's been producing right via distance yeah Hard because now the two guys who are just kind of the host of the show, we're having to figure things out we normally wouldn't. He has to walk us through it's very cumbersome. Yeah, I but uh, we had to run our sound through like GarageBand or mm-hmm. one of these things, and and some other. I don't know. He tells us three different things we have to do all this stuff through. I, I actually make the other guy do it. I don't do any of it. But he said if we had a board, it would be much simpler. Yeah, is that true? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All you need is a little board. You don't need a big board. We just need a simple little board. Yeah, simple board. You can get a little, what they call a preamp. Yeah. It's about four channels. No more than that big. Okay. That's all you would need. That's what we need to do. Yep. You can get them with a USB out so they go straight into your computer. Because what we do is we have these these mics that are, they're powered mics. Like you can plug, I don't know if these have them. You can plug headphones into them. We can hear it out of, it runs through our mics. But yeah. sometimes I can hear his and he can't hear mine. And it's just this whole game we play. Right. Like I feel like if it's going through one board, mm-hmm. it would just take care of all that. Yeah, it would. Okay. Yep. That's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. How much does like one of those boards cost usually? Fifty to seventy bucks. Oh, really? Not bad. Oh, I should do that now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you was gonna say like five hundred or something. No, 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 no. It's gotten a lot more a lot more affordable. That's do awesome. a lot of stuff with a little bit of, with a little bit now. That's awesome. Yep. I uh oh man, we can wait. Somebody is calling in. They do. That's what we're waiting on. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's cracking me up. Fat guys don't run for nothing but a buffet or some kind of food. <laughs> uh, that's truth to that that ain't wrong i took uh i went to a buffet like for the first time since covid the other day yeah yeah did you tear it up uh it was a breakfast buffet which is one of my faves oh yeah but 
I, I tried to I tried to play it back a little bit. Moderation? Yeah, I've been trying to. I understand. You know, but yeah. try not to do too much. Mm. Not too much bread. You don't want to hurt yourself. Yeah, stay with the meat and the eggs. Bacon? Yeah, sausage. Some bacon, yeah. Sausage. Where'd you go? What, what buffet? That Western Sizzler in Boaz. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, they opened back up. Yeah. And it was, I don't know if they, I don't know if it was always this, or they're like trying to get people to come back, but it was seven ninety nine per person. Wow. Which meant me and my family could eat relatively inexpensively. Yeah. With water, so. Yeah. I don't ever buy soft drinks in restaurants. No, me either. It's a game, man. Mm-hmm. I just don't do it. I saw that carbonation is going to fill you up quicker. Yeah. 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 Well, I went to the one over in Coleman. It's not Western Sism. What is that one? Uh, think of it here in a second. Anyway, Golden Corral. Oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Really good. Not near that cheap, though. No. Man. No. Ugh, Golden Corral. Yeah. But it might be now. Are they still being open? I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's what I wonder if people quit going and they start trying to get people to come back. Well, it's nice how they have the plastic glove. So you did they have the glove for you to wear to oh, no. get your food on the buffet? No, oh, no, no plastic glove. Oh no, it was it was willy nilly. Really? Like, oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> whenever we go to a, a restaurant now, we will take in our own sanitizer and keep it at the table. That's smart. So that you know, if we do have to touch something, we can just sure. sanitize and go on. Yeah. But but no plastic glove. Wow. No. Nah. Hmm. No, but they were saying <laughs> again. This is the promotion. Like I know they gotta be hurting because this yeah. is the promotion. They were saying that. Any weekday, any kid ten or under eats free. Wow. Any weekday. Any weekday. Ten That's and their under. promotion right now. Wow. I'm not. I don't. I'm not big on buffets like that unless it's breakfast mm-hmm. or unless it's a Chinese buffet. Yeah. Yeah. But I get real. Man, Chinese buffets, man. I love them, but I, I don't know what I'm eating. Yeah. And that scares me a little bit. Well, I mean. I love How it. much do you want to know of what you're eating? It's crazy. How can I love something so much that I don't even know what it is? I mean, it tastes good, but you really don't know what I it is. I don't know what it is. Is that chicken on a stick? Is it chicken? I don't know. Surely it is. I'm going to say it is. At least that, that makes me feel better about it. But what happened to Chow King? They're still open, right? They're open. Man, I don't even, I don't even know if they're even closed. <laughs> I used to go in there a lot, and I have not been in there in months because of COVID. I don't know if they even closed, man. Yeah. I think they just like, said, let's go. Uh, the guy who who runs the place, <laughs> a nice guy. I've talked yeah. with him plenty of times. Yeah. Just let's go. Yes. Let's, I mean, that's been a lot it. of people's attitudes. <laughs> let's just go. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess April 9th, are we just going to go in Alabama? Uh, it looks like it. Governor Ivey's going to take that mask mandate off. We uh had a pharmacy call me this week. Really? And it's one right by the church. Yeah. And they, last week, in the last week, realized they're getting 2,500 vaccines in. Wow. And so they asked, could we use some of your space to give us like, sure. I mean, we need it to, just, you know, yeah. just distribute those out. That's great. So I think we're getting, I think people are getting vaccines out there at a pretty quick rate. Yeah. I haven't gotten one. Uh, not primarily because it's still just been three months since I had COVID. Yeah. And I feel like you're pretty safe for six months, three to six months. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to just wait and see what happens. It was June into July of last year that I had it. So I don't know. I'm still kind of iffy on it. It's like, I, I don't know all the side effects yet. I don't want to be the guinea pig. I want to see what happens first and then decide if I want it or not. And it, I know a lot of people are in that same boat. Sure. You know? And I don't know what to say. Yeah. But UAB, I just know UAB's, they had a doctor come out uh, Monday yeah. of last week and say that they thought we'd be getting close to herd immunity in Alabama between May and June, Yeah. which puts me right at my six months. And then, so I'm like, what's that? I don't know what that means. But does that mean I, we don't need to do that then? 
Right. Or I don't know. I don't know what it means. And is this something we're going to have to continue to get every year? Are we going to have to have a COVID shot, like a flu like shot a flu every shot. year? I don't know. Nobody's saying, and that and that weirds me out a little bit, Stephen. That nobody's yeah. saying right now. Because why aren't they saying that if that's what's going to have to happen? And then you see all kinds of news headlines as to what all is inside of these uh, these vaccines. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, uh, there's this whole big deal with the Catholic Church right now. Really? Over some stuff that's used, and what they're saying is used in the J and J, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Huh? Yeah. We're talking. I don't know if it's true or not, so I'll keep my mouth shut. But okay. look into it. I'll look into it. It's it's pretty bad if it's true. Huh? Yep. I don't know. Yeah. What do we do about this that nobody's called yet? Oh, Justin said the Chinese buffet in Alberville closed for two months. So Chow King did close oh, for two months. There you go. Gotcha. Two months. But Justin has no need to go to the Chinese buffet. He works at Marco's. I know. I've heard about that mm. fancy pizza. That's good stuff. Is. Really good. We They were a sponsor of the show, and Justin said he's working on getting them again. Of course. I mean, I love... I, here's the thing. I've only had one thing at Marco's ever. Yeah. And it was a... Uh, their Italian sandwich, mm. and it was really, really good. Yeah, somebody catered something, had their sandwiches, and it was phenomenal. Right, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I would love to try that pizza he talks about, that steak pizza or something. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. Okay, so uh, let me go ahead and put this thing up on uh, Facebook. The other one because I right. haven't put that up yet. So the question for online for uh, for two tickets to Boaz Nine Cinema is this: In which country was golf first played? Answer first and write for your chance to win that uh, those two tickets to Boaz Nine. Go see that new Disney movie. Which one are you talking about? Something in the Last Dragon. Yeah, I think uh, it's on Disney Plus too right now. Yeah, for thirty bucks. Yeah, but by the time you factor in all the tickets to go to the theater, I how guess. many kids you got? Three. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it'd probably yeah. be same yeah. or less because they're going to want to buy a bunch of. Popcorn that mm-hmm. costs a lot. Yeah. But it's just one of those things. I took my, I went to, I told you I went to Boaz. Now, I did a lot of like help, like being with our sponsors recently. Yeah. Because I, on the same week I went to B&B a week ago and took my family and my oldest daughter's boyfriend, we all went to Nova, uh, or uh, Boaz. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Oldest daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. How is that? You know, she's, she always, they're seventh graders. They don't go on dates. I got you. You know, okay. But he came to watch her theater production last night with his mom. And he's, uh, went to the movies with her, with us. Um, but I really like this kid primarily for this reason. He, and I'm not saying this facetiously. He really is. Cause I've known him most of his life. He's the smartest kid in the school in their grade. Wow. He is a brilliant kid. And sometimes I go on there and there'll be, uh, FaceTiming each other. Yeah. And be like, hey guys, what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're just studying for some math. And I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. This is, this is good. <laughs> just kind of like, let this be this for a while. Yeah, sounds like your daughter has really good taste. Yeah. I told her, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm great with this one. Yeah. I mean, he's probably gonna be super successful. Do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> there you go. Just hang out with him. I'm not looking forward to that with my daughter. I just don't know. I, I know you're going through it now, but man. <laughs> My little girl's only six years old, and I know we're going to get there where she's going to be dating, and I don't know how to handle that. Listen, my eight-year-old this year at Valentine's Day, the teacher sends my wife a video, and she sends it to me. Yeah. A boy got her this really fancy box with all these like candies and stuff in it, Yeah. some flowers, 
and then had a note that said, will you be my Valentine circle, yes or no? Wow. Waiting for her as she got to school. My my youngest. She's eight. Eight years old. Yeah. Wow. Well, my little girl, she's in kindergarten, and she's telling me she's got a boyfriend. <laughs> and me and her mama are like, no, you don't. You are too young to have a boyfriend. Uh. Oh, but Axel. I love Axel. Axel loves me. And I'm like, oh, this is cute. But no. <laughs> Uh, my my youngest part though, her this this kid's really, they're like best friends, and yeah. I think he's I don't, he doesn't mean anything, but he just really likes right. hanging out with Harlow. And yeah, the, they we we took her to the playground the day, and his parents or his dad brought him. They met and they just play and laugh and have a great time. <laughs> so and there's something really pure about that too. That yeah. why can't we just be that way with people? Just enjoy them and enjoy being around them, and yeah. not feel like there has to be all this weird otherness that exists. You know, right. I love I love watching that take place. I was listening to this uh, this audio the other day. It was this mom asking her asking her kid, "Why do you think grown ups get married?" And the kid said, "Because they found somebody to share their snacks with." <laughs> and I thought, "How cute is that?" Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, you know. Yeah, why can't it be that simple? For you sure. Know? Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I think it should be that simple. <laughs> well, hey, let's let's pop back in here and tell them one more time. Let's do another appeal for. I'm right. gonna open it. Yes. All right. We're here at the Varsity Radio on 88.5. Still looking for a winner. So you still have an opportunity to call in, answer the question, what does a white dove symbolize, and win yourself uh, five all-day passes to B&B video games on the top of the mountain in Albertville. So, uh, again, the question is, what does a white dove symbolize? Give us a call with that answer. And you could be a winner. Yep. 256-505-0885. What does a white dove symbolize? 256-505-0885. And while we're waiting on your call, let's tell you about our sponsors. There's this amazing place here in Gunnersville, and I can't even get to it because we got a caller on the phone. Hello, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. So it sounds like you wanna you wanna win this all day five pass to B and B video games. Yes. All right. Who is this? Who do we have? Jonathan. All right, Jonathan. Well, the first question, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. What does a white dove symbolize? Is it purity? Close. Starts with a P. It's the opposite of war. What was the last part? Opposite of war. Peace. Yes. Very good. Very good, Jonathan. All right. Here you go. Question number two. What is the first letter of the Greek alphabet? No, it's it's not Omega, but Alpha. There you go. That's it. Look, man, you're you're just getting right through these awesomely. Here's the last one. What is something you use to keep yourself dry in the rain? An umbrella. There you go. Perfect. That's it. We would also accept a poncho, but umbrella is the number one answer, <laughs> Jonathan. You've won yourself a uh, five passes to B&B video games. Uh, hang on the line, and Steven is going to let you know how we can get those to you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Steven's uh, looking our friend up, Jonathan. Good job. All right. So, yeah, that was amazing. Jonathan Johnson winning. But you know who won over on Facebook? Who won? Of course you do because you're watching right now. Justin Fry. Yeah. Justin won. He said Scotland was where. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. I've listened to an explanation of how golf was invented. It was quite hilarious. Okay. Not very clean at all, but quite oh, hilarious. Oh. Robin Williams was a 
comedic genius. I think I watched that one time. Yeah. But I can't remember. You knock a golf ball into a gopher hole. <laughs> it was good. I'm going to take this stick. Oh, is it a straight stick? Uh, no. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. He is, man, I, I miss that guy. I do too. That was one of my bucket list items was to meet Robin Williams before he passed away. Yeah. And I don't have that opportunity anymore. It was sad. Very sad. But he was dealing with, um, it was a certain kind of... Uh, Parkinson's it was a type of Parkinson's that caused uh, mental incapacity it's uh. so, like he kind of went crazy yeah so it's one of those it's one of those weird lines when it comes down to suicide yeah you know it's, yeah it's ah, anyway it just it just like feels like you're about to lose yourself I mean you, yeah I'm, I'm not saying it's okay I'm just saying I kind of right. understand like what someone would be thinking that moment mm-hmm. especially you, you're him and you have such a career and you have such a a genius mind when it comes to comedy and you're thinking I'm about to lose all this. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That'd be hard. I think it was called Louis body syndrome was the name of it. Yeah. I had somebody actually message me about, we did a conference a few years ago called not alone conference deal with mental health issues. Yeah. And I had people asking me if we could do that again, just cause there's been a lot of just folks struggling. That, yeah. And, and even with, with that's one of the um, side effects I think of COVID that we're, we're going to see is mental health issues. It's, it's weird. I have, some educators who are worried, they're worried about when the ninth gets here and you don't have to wear a mask, mm-hmm. that some kids are going to struggle with the idea of having people see their face. Yeah. Because they haven't had to show their emotion for so long. Wow. I haven't even thought of that. I know. Mm. Like they've been able to hide what's been going on. Yeah. And just kind of survive. And now that people are going to see their face, it kind of is going to freak. They're afraid there's going to be this epidemic where it freaks people out. Right. It's understandable. Because, you know, we have jobs like if we go to a restaurant, I'm sure you put your mask on. I, if we go yeah. in a grocery store, I put my mask on. But right. if I go to my office, mm-hmm. well, I don't have to put my mask on. Right. But if you're in school, mm-hmm. your mask long. is on all day. Yep. The uh, whole time. My wife is a teacher. Oh, she, she wears gets her it. mask. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She gets tired of wearing that mask, I but bet. she does it. And she works with a lot of special needs kids too. And a lot of these special needs kids, they can't wear their mask. Oh, no. So she has to wear her mask. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm worried. I'm worried about all that. I I, I do need to work on it. It was, and we had, I mean, it was a great conference. Yeah. I had, uh, um, oh, the pastor from Saddleback. Uh, Rick Warren? We had his wife. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I remember that yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And she was amazing. Yeah. And they do a lot of dealing with mental health because they had a son mm-hmm. who had committed suicide. Right. You know, and so it's a big deal to them. Yeah. We'll see. A lot of work, but I think COVID's definitely taking a toll on a lot of people. In the mental health, their emotional health. Yeah. Everything. Mm. But All we're right. surviving. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about our sponsors. Let's do it. Hey, we want to give a big shout out to Char Burger. Uh they are the home of the Char Grilled Wildcat Burger with that Wildcat sauce. Just amazing food. Uh open Monday through Saturday, seven AM to seven PM on Highway sixty nine in Gunnersville. Then we want to tell you about B&B Video Games. Yeah, 80-style arcade plus local video game retail store. They got like 55 different arcade games. It's so much fun. Q, you said you've taken your kids there. Y'all had a oh, blast. We love it. It's one of our go-tos on a rainy day. Yeah. It's so nice. And if you're looking for a particular game from years past, you want to find it and play it again, more than likely they can find it for you. Yeah, their number is 256-486-3172. Yeah, big shout-out to Boaz Non-Cinema, our sponsors over in the outlets on McCleskey in uh, Boaz, Alabama. 
Uh, they're open. If you're thinking, man, are movie theaters back open? They're open. Yep. I uh, went there as well. Uh, took some of my kids and the family. We, we watched uh, The Croods, the new Croods movie. Yeah. Had a, had a great time. Uh, so um, if if you're looking for a place, they are open. Boaz Non-Cinema is open. Um, they got fountain drinks, which is great. So you can get a, you know, you can buy that drink and go back and fill it up as many times as you can get in, filled in <laughs> into a movie, which is a really one of my favorite games to play. It just feels wrong because for so many years, it's like, no, you can't have a refill. I know. You have to buy it. And then they open the floodgates. And then you ask, like, I've gone to a theater before and I've asked, hey, could I have a cup for water? No, I'm sorry. Our cups are five dollars and fifty cents. You know what's no wor- you know what's worse what? to me? It's when yeah. they give you that cup that's like this big. Oh, I know. Full of water. Yes, this is a communion <laughs> cup. This is not okay. Yeah, I know exactly uh, what you mean. I was like, just pour it in my hands, bro. <laughs> just pour it in my hands. There's this theater I like to go to. And they actually have a water pitcher there, and they have cups sitting beside it. So you can go up, get as much water as you want, and oh, go nice. on back. Yeah, oh. it's it's really neat. Anyway. So, yeah, we th- we're so thankful for all of our sponsors. And uh, tell you what, that's going to wrap it up for this varsity. We had a couple of amazing athletes on the show, though. We did. Great athletes that mm-hmm. do a lot of things all year round. Yeah. Um, and that's the funny thing. It is all year round. She's running all year long. I, I couldn't think of many things more miserable I know, for me right? personally, but she seems to love it. That was Lauren and CJ from Gunnersville High School. So. And it's been a blast hanging out, and so glad we were able to give away some free stuff. Yeah, you guys yeah. answered questions and won things online and on the radio, and that's yeah. great. That's awesome. Some pretty smart fans out there. We do. Yeah, we do. Cool. It's been, been, a, been a cool show. I've enjoyed it very much, Stephen. Yeah, I heard something about uh, don't donut or do not. I think we're gonna have to bring it back next week. We, we got to bring it back. Yeah. I, I want to feel some. I, I just want to do some mystery ones and fill some things with donuts with things and, and <laughs> have Seth try them. Yeah, that's that's my plan. What kind of stuff we're we gonna do though? I mean. Sriracha? I can't tell you. Some, it's going to be some a, sweet heat. They have donut holes now up there at Dunkin'. I'm just going to get them and just going to fill go. some with them. Are they called Munchkins? I think they're calling them Munchkins. I, I saw where they have a brand new uh, kind of Peeps out right now. Oh. They're Hot Tamales Peeps. Really? Mm-hmm. The same company makes Hot Tamales as makes Peeps. So it's got the sweet heat together. There you go. Yeah. So Easter's coming up. It's crazy. Four Sundays away. Really close. Yeah. We're like ramping up for this. I know you guys are too. It's yeah. really close, man. I tell you what we're working on for next week. There's this amazing basketball team in 3A that just pulled off a state championship win. Oh. The Five Red Devils. After having a football win, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be talking with them next Tuesday. I'm working on getting that interview. I'm just going to go ahead and announce it because I know it's going to happen. So anyway, we're looking forward to that. And besides that, did you know that the basketball coach announced his retirement? He's like, man, I'm getting out while I'm on top. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> That's awesome. (laughs) Way to go. Yeah, there'll be five Red Devils next week. It's what we're working on. So until then, have fun. Check out the podcast. You can catch us all over social media. We've got Facebook. we got Instagram. We've got Twitter. And then podcasts as far as Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that. And you can stream us at any time here on the radio station, 885JFM.com. Come see us. We love you. Yep. All right. Until next time, we shall see you later. Have a wonderful rest of your day.